On this 26th day of July at Martyr Shrine in Tay, Ontario, the National Shrine to the Canadian Martyrs, we celebrate with you the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. During these difficult times, when the faithful are unable to participate physically in Holy Mass, the Jesuit Fathers of this holy site remain united with you in prayer, asking the intercession of St. Jean de Brébeuf and his companions that each of you might find healing, renewal of spirit, and peace. A religious community who share a common life at table, at labor, and at prayer, a family of faith, the Jesuits here share in this Mass for you and encourage you to continue practicing safe measures of physical distancing and all other measures proposed by our government during this time of the COVID-19 pandemic. Today's Mass is celebrated for Joseph Triengo, the souls of Michael and Orita Fernandez, Bernadette Lynch, Carolyn Mai Ling Chen, Michelle DeMarco, Irene Arura, Stepan Rukovansky, Thanksgiving Mass for the Rodrigo family, and celebrating 47 years of their wedding anniversary for Alan and Mary Ann Weisher, as well as for the intentions of the Martyr Shrine Association and our benefactors. Our presider is Father Michael Knox, and our concelebrants are Father Stephen LeBlanc, Father Patrick Coldricks, and Father Louis-Martin Cloutier. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Sisters and brothers, we give thanks for this opportunity to share in this Holy Eucharist with you as you remain in your homes this Sunday. All of the prayers of the Fathers are with you, and the intentions that have been said we offer with love in these still difficult times when not all of us can attend Mass in our parishes. As we gather here in this sacred place at Martyr Shrine, as we bring our souls to the altar of Christ, we take a moment to reflect upon the graces and the sin of our weak, counting on the Lord's mercy. And we pray, Lord, have mercy. Christ have, mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. 
We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, and you alone are the Most High, Jesus the Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. <clears throat> Let us pray. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy. Bestow in abundance your mercy upon us and grant that with you as our ruler and guide, we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that ever endure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the first book of Kings. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, ask what I should give you. And Solomon said, you have shown great and steadfast love to your servant, my father David, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love, and have given him a son to sit on his throne today. And now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, Although I am only a little child, I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a great people, so numerous they cannot be numbered or counted. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, able to discern between good and evil. For who can govern this, your great people? It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. God said to him, Because you have asked this, and have not asked for yourself long life or riches, or for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right, I now do according to your word. Indeed, I give you a wise and discerning mind, no one like you has been before you, and no one like you shall arise after you. The word of the Lord. The response to the psalm, Lord, how I love your law. The Lord is my portion. I promise to keep your words. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Lord, oh, I love you, Lord. 
Let your steadfast love become my comfort according to your promise to your servant. Let your mercy come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. Truly I love your commandments more than gold, more than fine gold. Truly I direct my steps by all your precepts. I hate every false way. Your decrees are wonderful, therefore my soul keeps them. The unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. The second reading is taken from the book of Romans. Brothers and sisters, we know all th that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those whom God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those whom God predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. The word of the Lord. Alleluia. Alleluia. Anyone who finds a treasure in a field sells all and buys that field. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus spoke to the crowds. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again. The kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good into the baskets and threw out the bad. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the history of the men that we honor here, both Jesuit and lay, along with their indigenous women and men companions, there is a marked moment in the life of one of these characters, who we all know, Saint Isaac Jogues. Now, Saint Isaac Jogues' relics are not with us here at Martyr Shrine, because his body was lost to the elements after having been put to death 
But before he died, we know that he had two encounters with the Iroquois people where he was a captive. One was very long, many months, and the other, his second visit there, very short, just before he was put to death. And in that longer time, he suffered greatly. Having been captured, he was brought deep into their nation, and he was stripped of his clothing, he was tortured, he was rarely fed, he was given what they refer to as a mat to wrap around himself in the cold. He was laughed at. At night, he was often teased by children as he lay in bed. Hot coals randomly thrown on him at any given time, and under the constant threat that a decision could be made, that he could be put to death. Now, after his first captivity, he was able to escape, and nobly he returned again to the same people wanting to evangelize. Amidst all of that struggle, the bad weather, the torture, the lack of food, the lack of home and comfort, there was something quite interesting that happened to him. In the brief letters that he wrote during his captivity, hoping that they would make it to New France, he wrote about his visions and dreams that he had as he slept. And they are very important, I think, in light of today's gospel. Though the horrors of his waking time were great, the graces and joys of his dreamscape were truly blessed and extraordinary. The Lord would come to him in different ways and converse with him. His environment would change and the village that he was living in became Roman cities shining with white stone and light, where he faced the Lord in judgment but also in forgiveness and received his embrace. The line between that dreamscape and his village life in captivity became very thin. And Jacques, even when he had the chance to escape, took a great deal of time, he writes, to reflect on whether or not he should actually do it or whether he should remain in captivity, remain where he felt the Lord perhaps wanted him to be at that time for the conversations that he was having with his captives, perhaps for the witness to his love of God that he was expressing in being there and enduring the sufferings that were lorded upon him. That thin line between his view of the place as one of great suffering and one of great grace and joy is the line that runs through today's gospel. For Jesus, with many different images, tries to point out a reality that we see most fully in himself. How the divine and the human, the heavenly and the earthly, are intimately bound 
to one another. We can often think of this world as being a test for the world to come. We can sometimes think that this world is a kind of hell onto itself with the suffering, the poverty, the hunger. And then in recent times, perhaps the pandemic that we're facing and think that this hell will pass and that we will be going into a better place. But throughout the Gospels, we have examples from Christ that seem to bring these two realities together. That in everything around us, there is what we see and feel and hear and experience. And those things are real and true and made by God and sustained by God. At the same time, though, that sustaining grace that reality is upheld by the grace of God. In a sense, we've heard many times people finding a beautiful place in the world and they describe it metaphorically as heaven on earth. And that's not wrong in some ways because we know through all of the teaching of many saints that our world is a doorway into an understanding of the greater world of grace in God's heavenly kingdom. They are not separate things, but they are bound together. And we can know that simply by our faith when we realize that we as human persons are both body and soul. Our actions affect this world, but they also have a great impact on the heavenly realms in which our world dwells. We know this because we can see that the Holy Eucharist that we are going to receive is both fully the host, whilst at the same time within the Mass being fully the body of Christ. And we see this most fully in the life of Jesus himself, who was fully human and at the same time fully God and divine as his son. Jesus is saying the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field that needs to be discovered. It's like a pearl that is found at the bottom of the sea and wrenched from its shell and discovered. It's like the fish that we cannot see that swim in abundance under the line of the ocean's waters. But when we cast our nets, they are discovered. For Isaac Jug, he was able to make that link. For many of the Lord's disciples and many people of our faith, they are able to enter into that mystery. How is it that we can gain the wisdom of Solomon? How is it that we can discover that calling that St. Paul speaks of? that God makes to each of us. In the case of Isaac Shug, it seems to me in his writings that the doorway into that realization of seeing the work of God's grace and the presence of the heavenly kingdom in our world was found through his love. It seems that his love for Christ amidst anything that was going on around him gave him an insight and a vision 
to understand even the most horrible places, to be divine ones where grace and love and mercy and forgiveness and healing can occur. Here at Martyr Shrine, though we cannot be here in person this year, I'm sure those who are watching have had this experience where somehow in this place there is a crack that opens in our hearts and we come to realize even for a second the divine presence of God surrounded by the saints constantly praying for us. And in that context, many, many people have experienced healing of mind, of body, of heart, or even of soul. It seems that love is the way. I invite each of us to consider how we might let love shape how we perceive the world. And perhaps in a moment of joy or happiness, surrounded by family or having received good news or doing something for someone else or journeying somewhere, we can stop and take a second and just be in the moment and discover where love and God are and just sit in that moment and be grateful. And so each of us in our own way, standing or sitting at home and here in this church, we can gather that faith together in the love of God as we pray the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Having professed our faith, we take a moment now to offer our prayers to the Lord. Let us pray this day for all the intentions of those who were named at the beginning of this Mass. For them we pray to the Lord. Let us pray for all people everywhere who are still suffering from COVID-19 and all those who care for them. We pray to the Lord. Let us pray for all the pilgrims who would normally journey with us here at Martyr Shrine, that God may bless them and that the embrace of Christ may extend beyond our gates here to them, that they may feel his love and healing. We pray to the Lord. Let us pray for vocations to priesthood, to religious life, to the sacred life of marriage. We pray to the Lord. And we take a moment in silence to offer our own prayers here in the church and at home.
For these intentions we pray to the Lord. O God, who inflamed the hearts of your blessed martyrs with an admirable zeal for the salvation of all people, grant us, we beseech you, our petitions and all the requests made here today, so that the favors obtained through their intercession may make manifest before all the power and glory of your name. Saint Jean de Brébeuf, Saint Isaac Jogues, Saint Gabriel Lallemand, Saint Antoine Daniel, Saint Charles Garnier, Saint Noël Chabanel, Saint René Goupy, Saint Jean de Lalande, Saint Catherine Tegaguida, Saint Joseph, Patron of Martyrs, Holy Mary, Queen of Martyrs. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread to offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. And blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine to offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become for us our spiritual drink. Pray, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the offerings which we bring from the abundance of your gifts, that through the powerful working of your grace, these most sacred mysteries may sanctify our present way of life and lead us to eternal gladness through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For by his birth he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state, and by his suffering canceled out our sins. By his rising from the dead he has opened the way to eternal life, and by ascending to you, O Father, he has unlocked the gates of heaven. And so, with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. 
For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. the mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, the Order of Bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. And to our departed brothers and sisters and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. And there we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on this world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, 
we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus the Christ. For the kingdom, Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. In our hearts at home and here, let us take a moment to pray for peace in the world. Lamb of God. Take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Happy are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. 
We have consumed, O Lord, this divine sacrament, the perpetual memorial of the passion of your Son. Grant, we pray, that this gift, which he himself gave us with love beyond all telling, may profit us for salvation. Through Christ our Lord. We thank you for joining us today in this Mass. Please count on our prayers as we in the Jesuit community, living together as a community of faith, are blessed to be able to celebrate for you. We know that some of you are able to return to your parish, but with the limitations in place, some cannot. Please count on our presence with you. You'll notice also on our website that there are opportunities for you to participate with us in different ways. We have been astounded by the response from many people where you can go online and light a candle asking one of us to pray a petition for you and we will light a candle on your behalf here on the grounds. You'll notice that there's still a weekly message or a reflection from one of the fathers in the community. You also have the opportunity to donate and help support us online. We really need your help. It's through the donations that we receive online or by check that we will be able to continue throughout the rest of this summer and the winter and be all the more ready to welcome you next spring. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has ended. Go in peace.